to the J Squared Horror Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. What we have going on today is an intro to why we're starting this podcast. Jake, what would be your best description of why we're starting this? Um, I would say for me, the reason to start it is to honestly do something with the love we both have for horror and hopefully distribute it and put it out to the fan base and give them something that they need but didn't know they needed yeah I mean you know is what made you get into horror movies or just anything horror in the first place um my mom my mom has always been a diehard horror fan Mm -hmm. um grew up watching with her from the Alfred Hitchcock movies Vincent Price movies up until going to the 80s so Friday the 13th Hellraiser, Child's Play, just it was something that connected us pretty much. Okay. Yeah. See, my horror intro is completely different than yours. Okay. <laughs> Mine was uh, a complete fear of of everything horror. I mean, I started at six years old. My dad told me not to watch The Exorcist, so I sat down with him and watched it, mm-hmm. and it just absolutely terrified me for hmm. years. I couldn't watch anything that was dark in connotation yeah. nothing I didn't see The Exorcist until I was in high school mm-hmm. saw it once that was good enough for me yeah I mean it's a terrifying movie I haven't been able to rewatch it since I haven't either and here I am with a horror podcast yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what would you say uh, was the movie for you as a kid the movie for me as a kid would probably be it's a tie one would be the thing okay as a kid I loved it just the whole theory of not knowing who is who I love when it's a closed circuit type of ambiance where you're in one space the entire time and then also Friday the 13th the very first one I saw was the original 1980 Mm -hmm. But then the second one I saw was Jason Takes Manhattan. So I see like seven different movies. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it you, went you, to just, part eight. you just jumped. Yeah. But just his size, the hockey mask, just everything. It just, it clicked for me. Friday the 13th, huh? Well, that's, that's a good little uh, transition into mine. Okay. Because I was probably 12, 13 years old, you know, at the Blockbuster, you mm-hmm. know. That was the spot to be when we were younger, man. Yes, you, know, you could just walk, <laughs> just walk in that bad boy and pick out everything horror. Well, it was it was October. I was with some friends, so I decided to get Halloween. You mm-hmm. know, very fitting time of year for yeah. such a classic. And uh, it's the, in my opinion, I mean, you can you can argue this all you want, but it's the original slasher for me. You know, okay. there's obviously other ones. Psycho's a great one. Yeah. You know, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, correct me if I'm wrong, came out before. Yeah. Uh, the original came out before Halloween. Correct, yeah. But uh, what they did with Michael Myers and that mask and the, the, the shape. Yeah. The shape. I had never seen anything like that on film before. I don't think anybody had. So, getting it really sparked this whole love yeah. for, for horror. And Michael Myers being the greatest villain in, in all of horror. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, yours, yours uh, sadly enough, is just a cheap ripoff. Some may think that, but the most <laughs> iconic mass killer is Jason Voorhees. The hockey mask is iconic. 
it's not a rip off mm. of someone else's face like Michael Myers is, you know. Yeah, but that's it's, William Shatner. It's, it's his own thing, yeah. But okay, oh okay. So you got a hockey mask. Yeah. Cool, cool. One of the most irrelevant sports in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding all the hockey fans out there. Um no, I mean yes, when you see a hockey mask of of that style, you immediately think Jason Voorhees. One hundred percent. But Friday the thirteenth, the the original had mm-hmm. no hockey mask, bro. That is correct. So, go ahead. So, when I see Michael Myers, I then think William Shatner. What does that make me think Star Trek? Okay, but you're us, us super horror nerds. Uh um, We will know the William Shatner tie in. Uh Most people will see the Halloween mask and immediately think of the scariest villain in modern cinema Hmm. Michael Myers. One of the scariest, yeah. I mean, because I mean, yes. when you see the hockey mask, you know it's Jason Voorhees. Even though in the original one, it wasn't him; it was his mom, mm-hmm. Mrs. Voorhees. But the way that the Jason character has transcended—not even horror, but just pop culture in general—true. There were in the eighties Friday the Thirteenth video games with Jason on it. There were which I'm very bad at. Friday the Thirteenth, uh, <laughs> the miniseries, which didn't have to do with Jason, but yeah gain popularity based on that series yeah i mean you know it i want i wonder why they wouldn't do a michael myers i mean the whole shape the whole creeping the whole you know obviously Voorhees does it to an extent because like i said it's a knockoff of halloween <laughs> but okay. you know um it's that to me there's something absolutely beautiful about it being one of the most low-budgeted horror films mm-hmm. The uh, almost accident in making it that creepy was due to lack of actors, actresses, and money. To me, that brings out beauty and horror. I would agree with that. But also, when it comes to Jason, mm -hmm. I mean, they tried the potato sack over his head. Obviously, wasn't working. Yeah. Also, was a knockoff as well. So they come into part three, I think it is. Um, they decide what mask to do with them, and they define. They find a Detroit Red Wings mask sitting on set. They give it to him, and it's history after that. So they just they took something that isn't scary by definition, just a hockey mask, absolutely, and made it into one of, if not the most terrifying thing when it comes to horror and mask. Yeah, you have Ghostface, you have. Michael Myers, but number one mass killer of all time, and has the most kills, by the way, would be Jason Voorhees. <laughs> hey, with the with the new uh, new movies coming out, because once again, Halloween's such a good franchise that it can continue. Um, we're getting close. We're sneaking up on that kill count, buddy. We are. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that. I, you know, I do. I do completely, completely agree with some of the things you're saying with the mask and the pure fear. Um, I think a lot based on size and brutality. Um, you know, and that's where some horror fans draw differences. You know, is it the brutality kills? Is it mm-hmm. the sneaky kills? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you really, it's 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 almost uncomparable sometimes to compare Michael and Jason Voorhees. I agree. There's, you know, their styles are so different. Yeah, Michael is this just menacing, haunting shape yeah i mean that's that's literally his name in the credits of halloween whereas when you see that motherfucker jason (laughs) walk on screen bro he ain't gotta hide 
He ain't no. got to run. He's going to mess you up. Yeah, I think with Michael Myers being in the shape or the boogeyman, it is a whole different quality to him. Mm-hmm. I guess you're thinking pure fear and horror on its own. It would be Michael Myers. Yes. You're thinking brutality, Bruce Renth, the ability to, once you see Jason, you know you were dead. Yes. 100%. And the thing with Michael is you don't see him and then you're dead. Correct. You know, and that's something that I have. There we go. Face my back the wrong. <laughs> that is something that I have always uh, really been drawn to in horror. Uh, I think it's because of the. Uh, honestly, I think I'm just clicking this now, but uh, Exorcist is brutal. It yeah. might not be kills, but it, what you're seeing and what you're experiencing. Yeah. People were fainting. People were leaving. People were puking in theater yeah. from the disgust and the brutality of an exorcism. Yeah. So I think when I found my movie, mm-hmm. I finally found something that didn't need that, but could still scare the shit out of you. Okay. Yeah. You I, know, I agree with that. but now that I've dove in years and years and years and years, you know, I got hatchet kills as some of my yeah. favorite. Those are some <laughs> of the most brutal, you know? So I guess from when you first started watching horror to now, I guess, how would you say that your taste in horror movies changed? Um, I don't, you know, my taste has, uh, I've gotten very snooty and picky, okay. to be honest with you. Um, I would say that what I look for is originality, which mm-hmm. is damn near impossible to find anymore. That's true. Um, you know, I'm a big Halloween guy. They're doing the remakes or the reboots or whatever you want to call them. And they have some, you know, changes and additions and uh, how he goes about things. But I'd say... You know, um, I don't, you know, it's, I kind of draw a blank on what I, what I expect or look for, you know, because I feel like everybody's so keen on, on remakes. Yeah. I mean, I am all inclusive when it comes to horror. So pretty much if there is a killer Mm -hmm. and there's the slightest bit of suspense, Mm -hmm. I'll watch it. Yeah. But I know. Me personally, I'll always be a slasher lover at heart. Yeah, absolutely. I'm open to monsters or vampires or zombies, which are all included. Under the umbrella. Under the umbrella. Yeah. Even sharks and stuff like that. (laughs) But uh, I feel like as long as there's some suspense, good kills, a good weapon by choice. Okay, so what would be what would be your number one weapon of choice? Axe. Axe? One hundred percent. Axe. Okay. So um is that obviously due to your Friday the thirteenth upbringing? Well that watching the shining. Ooh, yes. As a kid as well. And just the force and brutality of hitting someone straight in the chest. Boom. With an axe. And you know, you really can't be a pipsqueak. Yielding an axe. Exactly. You have to be a, a stronger person. <laughs> you got to be a big dude yeah. that's that's you able can. to just just tear into somebody. Yeah. To have the strength to his way with it, pull it out, keep going with it. I feel like just the the strength it takes, the blood splatter. I'm all about it. My second would be a machete. Obviously, you know. Jason so you are just weapon. you are just a Jason fanboy. Yeah. what about the ability to make something not scary very scary like a butcher knife 
my boy Mike, Mikey Mike, is able to hang an a basically an adult male. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a he's a teenager, but yeah. still of, of solid stature. Yeah, he is able to stab through him with a kitchen utensil. Mm-hmm. And dangle him like a Halloween decoration. Well, clearly that's either the thinnest wall or door possible, the longest <laughs> kitchen knife possible, or it's just the combination of the strongest and the weakest man at the exact same time. But <laughs> but don't you think that it is uh, it adds a bit more appeal to yeah. Michael Myers? One hundred percent. Because you know it, a big dude swinging an axe, cool. Yeah. A st- sneaky, self stealthy man that's able to stab through you and hang you by your body yeah. with a kitchen utensil. Yeah. You know, I get it. Yes, it, the the dynamics don't necessarily yeah. add up. <laughs> with an axe, it makes sense. But yeah. the fear that you get from that, you know, in that direction that he went with yeah. is, is something that is beautiful. I mean, most people just slash, slash, stab, you're done. Yeah, I mean, I agree, and that goes back into the visuals. The the thought of a guy in who looks like he's obviously dead from just his clothes, where he's walking around, yeah, and the hockey mask. That visually is terrifying. Absolutely, to see just a guy out on Halloween wearing a costume, yeah, where everyone else is, mm-hmm. that wouldn't scare you that much, you no. know. But just the fact that that mask, that jumpsuit, and that knife put together can scare you to your core Mm -hmm. it does take him to a different level that Jason can't get to yeah Yeah. you're absolutely right because yeah Jason doesn't have the the appeal of the stealth yeah of I mean once Michael Myers got found out as Michael Myers in that jumper and that that mask everybody's on the lookout for him yeah but you know I guess with you and Jason takes Manhattan Mm mm-hmm how did that how did that portray in the movie so how you know in your opinion how do you think they did with seeing something that we have all seen in movies but now this motherfucker's walking around New York City well one that's the best Friday the 13th because it does something different that the other one didn't do one took him out of Camp Crystal Lake yes the only disappointing part of it is I know how they portray that New York is just some tough town mm-hmm. you know Nothing phases them. So the fact that they saw some dude who looked like he just came out of the ocean wearing a hockey mask, walking up and down Times Square, there were no reactions to it. That's the one thing that's really been a deterrent to me. It's like, dude, that would scare anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be absolutely terrifying yeah. to see. I mean, his size alone. Yeah. Oh, he's wet and wearing a hockey mask in the middle of the night. Maybe that's just New York. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that was New York in the 80s. Yeah, That's I guess. what it was. <laughs> I'm a little too young to know what New York in the <laughs> 80s was like, but those guys were unfazed. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think you got the mid-80s, you got Ghostbusters, so there's a ghost around New York City. So a couple years later, some dude in a hockey mask. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, exactly. No big, big deal. Big marshmallow man walking yeah. through town, you know. No big deal. So uh, I get, so with the Ghostbusters comment there, um, would you would you then, what would you categorize a movie like Ghostbusters? I would say Ghostbusters, me personally, it's a horror movie. I mean, let me take that back. It's not a horror movie. It's a comedy with horror elements. So it then could be considered a horror comedy. Comedy horror. Comedy's got to go first because there may be some out there, but I've never seen them. Horror movies with Bill Murray in it 
and Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd, who were known as three comedic actors and writers. Absolutely. So, not, not saying there can't be funny horror movies because there can, but Ghostbusters is not one of them. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll dive into this a little bit more another time. But I just you know you had mentioned it yeah. with the with the Friday the Thirteenth okay. well, connection. So how do you feel about? It? Do you think it's a horror movie? I honestly feel like it's a it's a horror comedy, okay. um, which I think is under the umbrella of horror. And we can obviously dive into this more yeah. on another episode. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I uh, I feel like there is a special place for Ghostbusters in our our podcast and in the horror community. Okay, all right. So if if you were to create, if you could, a new horror icon or a new a new horror movie, how, how do you think you'd go about it? Speaking of originality, um, <clears throat> that's tough. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind to me about doing something original, doing something different, mm-hmm. to me was Fear Street. Okay. Even though it is, it's a non-original idea in the concepts that obviously these killings were based on, you know, 90s, 80s, and, you know, different times in horror. Absolutely. But I think if I was to create some a new content, it would be an axe-wielding uh, I don't oh. say maniac, but someone who snapped and <laughs> You know, now they're using ass kill people. So, I guess. Uh, yeah, so, I, so obviously a very campy, glampy, uh, just just br- brutal slasher. Yeah, based in the eighties, of course. Of course, I mean, how original. Yeah, that's the best time <laughs> for horror is the nineteen eighties. You know, and I, I I would absolutely back that. I, mean, yeah. I think everybody in the horror community would love another one. And like you said, with the with the and and our feeble opinions, the success for Fear Street and our lives as two horror friends, uh, nothing of, of recent has has done what Fear Street did for me, like a feeling. No, um, <clears throat> it was uh, it was it was obviously you know Netflix, the the, the beast of online streaming. Uh, finally, you know, Stranger Things is a nice little dive into horror. Uh, but what they were able to do with Fear Street and R.L. Stein was pure beauty, in my yeah. opinion. Um, and I think that it, it, it could potentially uh, really bring more horror fans into the into our into our world. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely hope so. I know when we went to the horror convention Scarefest 13 Scarefest 13 Woo. in Lexington Kentucky Lexington Kentucky good old yeah. Kentucky <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it was good being around surrounded by people who loved horror as much as we did if not more than we did yeah who knows I mean yeah. we, we got to talk to a couple people a couple scary ones in my opinion um, <laughs> if they ever tune into this podcast we miss you we'd love to have you on here um, you know exactly who you are yeah you know exactly who you are <laughs> 
trench coat man. <laughs> but no, it was it was honestly beautiful. Um, you know, going to a convention, our first convention yeah. uh, as as uh, friends or yeah. in general. Um, first of very many. Yes, very many. Um, Scarefest was uh, eye opening. The age groups, the the fandom, the lines. Yeah. Like, I mean, no offense, Bruce. If you ever listen to my <laughs> podcast, Bruce Campbell, you're amazing. I love your acting. You would have thought it was Brad Pitt in that place. Yeah. I mean, Kane Hodder, who in in our opinions yeah. is is one of the biggest icons in yeah. horror. Uh, Twenty minutes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was it was crazy. We we did it on a on a on a perfect day, but it shows that you know because you got um, Ash versus Evil Dead, which is a yeah. current, yeah, or uh, might not be current. I think he finally hung up the the chainsaw and the boomstick, yeah. but. Um, it was the most current streaming horror thing. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So maybe that is why his line. Of, maybe there are current, you know, people getting brought in by these streaming. I think that's what's. I don't know who does it. I couldn't tell you who who streams it or yeah. where it came out, but um, it was it was eye opening to see. Um, you know, Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead, love it. Ash versus Evil Dead, love it. Yeah, I mean it was it was good, and I know being in Kane's line, you know, it wasn't to me as long as it should have been. And we but were also very early, very true. I'm also glad it wasn't that long. Me too, very much. So, so and not very quickly. Yeah, able yeah. to finesse. Yeah. <laughs> so, the uh, you know, if 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 you guys ever get a chance to go to horror conventions as horror fans, you guys got to take it. You know. Uh, spend two days, spend your life savings on <laughs> and uh, different uh, autograph signatures. Everybody in the horror community is so freaking nice yeah. and so just welcoming, which, which you wouldn't always expect from people that like seeing people die on screen. Yeah, everyone was very friendly. Um, everyone was, it was, it was almost like a, a brotherhood almost. Absolutely. You know, everyone's there, there for the same reason. You're having good conversations. You're meeting. And knowing that the people who were in these movies are so down to earth. Yeah. Is insane. Yeah. It well, it really was. I mean, I got to meet Hannah Fearman. Uh, she played in VHS mm-hmm. and b- big fan. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's a beautiful young woman and uh, she's, she's been in a couple of different horror movies. And even got to see Doofy, Doofus, Doofy, I think. Doofy, yeah, yeah. Uh, from scary, scary movie. I don't know why he was there, but hey, sure. man, I took a picture with him. He said, "Smell my finger." It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so to circle back um, to uh, you know horror in this in this episode, what do you think could continue to bring more people to horror? What do you think it's going to take to keep people? Interested. One, let's take two things. One, I think remaking, making different sequels and reboots to, I guess, like the foundation of horror, like the Halloweens, mm-hmm. the Friday the 13th, Chucky, that not only brings fans from the original series who maybe mm-hmm. haven't watched in a while back in, but it could bring their kids back in, friends back in. So it's something that's familiar to them. Yeah. But also, we do need new ideas. Yes. There has to be some type of new premise, new killer, new something. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
Scream Five coming out here in what a month? Yeah, a month. Yeah, a month. Yeah. Uh, good opportunity to also hopefully bring some people in um, to the horror world and also give us fans what we need. Yeah. For that, that beautiful, beautiful movie franchise. Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like it's definitely time for a new one. Absolutely. And I guess two sides of that. One, it could branch more sequels. Yeah, younger character developments yeah. and other storylines other than Sidney Prescott, yeah. who's been chased by this damn guy for how long? Over 20 years now. <laughs> hey, I ain't got nothing on my look. My girl Laurie Strode, though. Yeah, that's true. You know. Unfortunately, Friday the 13th Final Girl don't make it that long. I mean, they really don't. Which is very strange. I feel like, you know. I think that would be an interesting thing to talk about, though, on another episode. Yeah, I agree. Because most of my favorites, they all have final girls. Yours is just like, nah, all, I mean, you, all people die. Well, you get one who makes it to the sequel, and they, they die five minutes into it. And then, you know, you have people who make it in the sequel who just never come back again. Yeah, very true. And they're never discussed <laughs> ever again. <laughs> like, it never happened. Yeah. Um, I... I Horror is just a it's a it's a fun, spooky thing. Most people unfortunately always tie it to Halloween, but yeah. for people like us, it's an all year obsession. Yeah, and I feel like that's what being at that convention felt like. Yes. Even it's in October, but it, Yeah, but there's other ones. I mean, we'll be going to one here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um in Concord, North Carolina. Here we come. So um it's exciting you know they can have these things all year um this is our first episode of a horror podcast you know so we just hope that we can get some feedback some some love from some fans out there um if you guys have any ideas of episodes that you guys would like to do please reach out you can go to our instagram j squared horror podcast and click on the link there's actually a um, form you can fill out and let us know what kind of content you guys would like yeah and uh yeah we want to thank you guys for tuning in um i'm josh i'm jake and we want to take a big shout out for lucky rigs did the music to our intro and jeff balance did all of our design work yeah the music is amazing and beautiful the design work looks good as well i am wearing a j squared horror hoodie the j squared horror hoodie you can see it yeah um but like we said uh thank you for tuning in uh we what's our what's our next episode gonna be so our next episode is going to be covering The Shining. Do you guys hear that? The Shining. Now, I know it's very lofty it's for <laughs> the second episode of a podcast. As you can tell, we haven't done this is our first one. So, But the second one, we're going to cover The Shining. We're going to just go into our own ideas of it, what different things mean, and kind of just go from there. I'm looking forward to talking about The Shining. I know it's one of your favorites. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's, it's iconic and almost in an untouchable way and i look forward to uh talking about it and hopefully you guys will tune in next time yeah hopefully we'll see you guys next week all right thank you guys all right